the story of Menglan, a movie or a series I actually look forward to watching with my family in future. The thing is, I'm not even sure where to begin. I've already made an episode, um, you know, that talked about another part that stood out, a part that stood out to me in that series. Okay, for the record, there are lots of parts that stood out to me in my typical manner. But that one I made was the instructor is just as important as the message. Now, this one, I finished the series finally a 74 episode long um chinese drama worth every second that was spent in watching it and think of this like a mini reflection i don't know if i'll be able to do another reflection i hope i am but let me just um you know do the little i can now especially with what actually made me open my recorder to start recording it feels like these days i've just been um talking about what i've learned from movies sharing with big mouth like big mouth yeah then story of England and another time I've talked about Reborn Rage yes, maybe at the next episode will be about another one I've also talked about Empress Key here once although I didn't make a full dedicated episode to it but I might still do that I might not anyways the story of England the series is literally a story like see pardon me if my voice is low uh it's midnight here <clears throat> trying not to raise my voice so much okay so story of Minglan. i don't know why i keep repeating it this way but the series is literally the story of the lady called Minglan. like it's literally the story of her life i'm not even joking from when she was a baby okay from when she was a child to after she got married yeah it was that intricate and if you're familiar with the way chinese tell their stories you know that they take you through the process through the journey if it's even possible to add their sleeping and waking up they will add it <laughs> so we basically live through her story at the end like at the point i was even asking ah, ah, did this girl not suffer too much like is it not okay <sighs> From childbirth, like from when she was a child to now, haba, like I get that uh, um, difficulties, there are difficulties in life, they're actually realistic life stories. You people suffer from when they are children to when they die, and oh, but that is haba now, like it's okay now. Uh, uh, do you want the girl to now die? Like, I don't, I don't even know what to want again, what to ask for again. It just felt like her life was just too difficult and it just wasn't nice. Like, it wasn't fair. Let me use that word. Just felt like it wasn't fair. Then, at the end, I don't know if it ended like that way because maybe they just wanted to wrap up the movie. But in a way, I don't think so. That end actually made sense. But then it was a little bit open-ended in the sense that it's trying to let you know that troubles, like even though troubles arise again in future, okay, troubles always arise, right? Troubles come and go. And even though trouble comes tomorrow in the future, these two people will still stand strong, brave, stay true to themselves, their principles, and weather any storm that comes their way, even if the sky is collapsing. 
one thing you can be sure of they are going to face it together so that's an open-ended ending and that was a really beautiful ending in that they don't try to um glorify anything they don't try to embellish anything they don't try to make promises to you telling you that oh life is all rosy and then they don't exactly stuff the difficulties of life down your throat because as much as there are downs in life there are definitely ups <clears throat> okay so um now that i've said that okay let me point out one more place but then i'll see if i can just quickly trace her story from from the beginning to probably the end <laughs> all right so another thing that stood out to me yeah and um, flowing from that episode on the instructor is just as important as the message when you truly learn those principles like when you've taught principles to a person i'm looking at mingling learning from her grandmother and then she has a personality of her own and not only that like she's careful she observes and all when you've truly embodied these principles you can become a person of your own and even grow from there so you're not just restricted to you know the principles you've been taught but you're learning more you're growing more and then another thing and um, there was a painting that was given to Minglang, something about the birds looking up to the phoenix and god that was so symbolic because look at it now they traced our life story so at every step of the way see Minglang is not an was it called overly good person like an out and out good person she's not a bad person either her own is she will like she will tolerate a lot of things like a whole lot of things but don't cross her bottom line like don't push her to the wall if you push her to the wall she will drag you down with her no jokes so yes um every step up but then she's a kind-hearted person that's understood so she actually lends out a helping hand to so many people you talk about like um her friend people she sympathized with and um, people she just happened to become acquainted with people that circumstances brought her way she will not go out of her way to make things difficult for you and then you see this all the people that she lent a helping hand to, all the people that she did good deeds and she did all this is not expecting anything in return one very symbolic moment in this movie it really brought tears to my eyes was um after it seemed like they had fallen from grace to grass that's i'm talking about you know post-marriage when her husband as a Tinki was locked up in the imperial prison um for all his crimes and everything and then she was holding like she wanted to bring out like bring out Wait, there was something that was said and um, the person is hiding in the dark and out in the open to make them act you have to create a lot of commotion so that they'll be forced to make a move if they don't make a move the people behind them will force them to make a move so this was a whole intricate complex plot the whole thing that got the husband into prison and then just more um, the end of that movie it ended with a bang like it ended with a resounding bang they did not spare any effort no writing they did not spare any shame why they were like we began with a boom we are going we are going out the power and they went out to the power it was amazing but then okay so she and um, she wanted to bring out who it was that was scheming on her life that was trying to either take her life or her child's life so she did um i think one month postpartum celebration apparently is a thing that's one month after you've given birth for people to come think of it like maybe child dedication in today's modern age um but then this one is for the chinese era i don't know if it's historically accurate i'm just saying what i saw in the movie so she organized um, a banquet now ordinarily because back then well according to the movie people really cared about reputation they cared about not getting involved with people who have been branded as criminals so not criminals who let's say have a stain on them they've lost the imperial favor that means the emperor is no longer siding them they even lost their title their rank 
literally lo- it felt like they lost or they almost lost everything <clears throat> Julie thing was that a roof was still over their head but then it felt like they lost everything and then usually if something major happen like this happens to you no person wants to come around so forget about the banquet you will not even see friends coming to visit you in your home place so now she organized this banquet i think she sent her she sent out invitations and all it was reaching afternoon nobody like not even so had come and if nobody had showed up to the end of that banquet it wouldn't have been surprising right because a lot of people just want to preserve their face preserve their family's reputation in those days when family reputation meant a lot it meant the life and death of family and family members so it was really a big deal Guess the people that came towards the appointed time for the banquet because there's always been an evening banquet towards the appointed time for the banquet all the people and i mean all the people like reasonably so um what i'm saying reasonably so because i mean it's just standing like a guy behind even more people but then the ones that showed us in the movie all of them came all of them came so you think talk about <clears throat> wives of nobles you talk about old friends who traveled all the way from the outskirts of the city like it's that cold it's that far they traveled all the way all of them came around like all of them that thing really put it here to my eyes because at the point i was now questioning ah uh-uh, these people have done so many good deeds these people have amassed so many good karma this thing is not supposed to be happening to them i mean at least for the sake of all the good things they've done let them off this was like it didn't make any sense i was so aggrieved on their behalf i know if like i was thinking of what to do yeah and then the way the story was written it did not make me want to rely on plot armor or main character armor you know that moment when because they're the main character like obviously nothing bad happens to them that kind of thing but no the way they wrote the story like it opened my mind to a whole new perspective i'm like reasonably so how does it come out from this predicament here is the world truly like this like when you get to this kind of point where people have forgotten all the good deeds you've done for them they don't even count it as anything your back is against your wall and you only have yourself and your family left what are you reasonably going to do how are you going to survive i was just thinking i was just thinking and i didn't want to settle like i did not just at, at first i, I did not just want to settle and i never knew i was just watching and like let me see what will happen let me just see what will happen you know like let me just i because i don't know what to think what to say I was at a loss for ideas. At the point, I'm like, will you <laughs> run out of the city and maybe set up a home somewhere and live out your days? But then, how long can you run? That stigma is still there. Your children still need to be exceptional. There are a lot of things to consider. So I'm like, is this girl just going to maybe keep her head down and let time pass? But then, that all, all those things are just so difficult. And I think the most thing that was hard for me to stomach down was. How can it be that all these people forgot the good deeds? But hold on, I'm still coming, child. Now, the time for the banquet was here, and then people came. Like, I already mentioned it, right? The people she lent out the helping hand to, and God, it really brought out, it really brought tears to my eyes. And that painting fit, like, it perfectly fit that scene. Birds gathering around the phoenix, around the phoenix, cosmic clang is a phoenix, true and true. And I'm like, see, even if the circumstance is dire, even if it is dire, it still pays to be good. So that was a phenomenal, like, phenomenal, remarkable moment. Then another thing that really stood out to me, Gutingi, even though he was in the imperial prison, he still wanted to go to the borders. Like, he was still ready to fight for his country. If I'm the one and my country has turned their back on me like that, even the emperor, who, you know that moment when they say you owe somebody a life or death, life and death debts, meaning you literally owe this person your life. Like, if not because of this person, you won't be alive. 
you won't be where you are and it's not just about a life death they kept helping kept and kept on helping the emperor the empire <sighs> the debt is too much and I'm like is this really how you want to repay the debt with such <sighs> God. but then he said he was willing to go into the borders and fight for the kingdom fight for the emperor the same emperor that turned their back on you and then they are even because the emperor no one seems to go any order like see that moment when you're so good like you're so good they just cannot do without you and almost okay let me say almost everybody but then key ministers kept saying that he's very like he's good with strategies in the battlefield he has this imposing manner see long story short he was needed like his skills are needed in the battlefield and if he is not there it's as good as sending those soldiers to their deaths imagine that moment when you are in the prison you know, for crimes like for crimes are um half of them are lies half of them you brought it upon yourself so that was also a lesson that see your evil deeds will definitely catch up with you even if you are mass or the merits in the world, even if you become um, so high and mighty, maybe you climb up to become the emperor, your evil deeds will catch up with you. So, as much as you can, avoid being bad, avoid doing evil things, and act in a very cautious manner. Um, you don't like plan everything, you've thought everything through. But then, yeah. So he still wanted to go and fight, and like even if he was just a foot soldier, I think foot soldier is a very, uh, it's a very very low rank. There are people who are on the cavalry, there are people who have the horses, there are people who have the armor and all, who have the spears. Foot soldiers are like at the back, they are not the vanguard. So, but then he still went. I'm like, what kind of devotion does this man have? What kind of devotion? I wanted to earn more merits. Basically, he wanted to climb back up the ladder that they tore him down from so for somebody who is truly truly capable true and true who got what he has through his blood and sweat and can maintain it like a true thoroughly capable man no matter how many times you drag him down he will climb back up you cannot hide a city on a hill you cannot hide a light that is shining so brilliantly. You cannot hide the sun from the sky. That is how dazzling your talent is. Now, another thing that came to my mind is, as much as his talent is this dazzling, <clears throat> what if the emperor was an evil person, right? You should also find ways not to be manipulated by other people. But then, that is an aside, right? So, those are, these are like the things that stood out to me and then I knew this man's family was under turmoil. So let me paint the picture for you, right? <clears throat> he went to um he went to settle like he was assigned um, an imperial rule that said to do it a salt taxation matter and then he's an army person, a general. So he was assigned to guard the official the official house that would be investigating the salt taxation matter. While away, <laughs> he felt like the entire house crumbled upon itself. And let me explain what happened um, on the Minglang because okay, good he is married to Minglang. So let me stop talking in the air. This episode, the way I'm looking at it, might actually be a long episode. So, Kutingi is married to Minglang. And on Minglang's family side, they call it the maiden home. The um, so the big madam's sister, instigated the big madam and then made her to poison the grandmother unintentionally. So, you know this thing of life that, like, if you owe money, or if you take a loan, you repay back with money. If you take a life, or if you owe a life debt, you repay with your life. That kind of thing. So the way everything was even executed, and I mean, this girl was heavily pregnant as she was doing this. Thing. Think of it in terms of eight months, nine months, heavily pregnant when all this was happening. And then they poisoned the grandmother. And then this grandmother is the person that raised her. Like this how the society is just know that the grandmother raised her dudes on her so much and protector so coming from that kind of um protection you will definitely look out for your grandmother think of 
face and tell yourself, your mother who loves you so much, who who toyed day and night to raise you and then somebody plots against their life, you will not take it sitting down like you will definitely do something. So this is Ming Lang who if you push her to the like if you put, if you cross her bottom line, if you push her to the wall, she will drag it down like she will <laughs> she will drag it down. So her own words she was just after the life of that um Daniel, so that big madam sister, but then the mother of the big madam sister was just something else, a tough like a tough woman. You don't know you keep hiding your children's mistakes, like hiding, like they will take a life and you still keep hiding. What are you hiding? Kuku, like Kuku, keep hiding them. She they take the emperor's life. That's why you now know that they committed the grave sin. Even then, she will still look for ways to plead for forgiveness. What kind of mother is that? But anyways, the mother did what she did, and then <clears throat> the woman, um, she was still being held in custody inside the Sheng Manor. That's Minglang's um, maiden home south because they didn't want to escalate the matter. If the matter goes out that somebody wanted to poison the grandmother in order to affect all their reputation. So these are still things that have been kept for sure. And then this girl Minglang didn't even go to the, at first it didn't look like poisoning, right? Because it just felt like the home, the old madam that's the grandmother fell sick and was on her deathbed, but then Minglang being smart was able to discover it and brought was it let's call it bodyguards they surrounded the whole place just like it was an intense thing like, like she did an intense thing to both uncover the truth make force them to confess because the whole thing this um, big madam sister was acting to the big madam so she just wanted to heap all the blame on the big madam if anything goes wrong and then escompete herself from liability but then Minglang was able to pin her down so uh, it took a lot of it even took torturing people to get confession thorough investigation just like it took a lot so this um, particular lady then the sister came um, was the sister of Minglang that has um, some jealousy towards her because she got married it's a very good family caused some fire the woman escapes that's the big madam sister escaped went to hide in the mother-in-law Minglang's mother-in-law's place Minglang's mother-in-law also wants to, like she wants to collect nobility title of Kutingi and then Kutingi's entire family is literally in the way because her son is the third son. So for the third son to get the nobility title, Kutingi needs to be dead, his son needs to be dead. You get the picture if possible in blank too. So she runs to take shelter and then um, the bedroom falls through mother's Migrant's mother-in-law, stepmother-in-law actually, because it's not good in his direct mother, stepmother-in-law and this uh, big madam's sister started back like she orchestrated it in such a way that it seemed like good thing he died on the battlefield so they, sh- they like spread rumor across the entire courtyard forcing Minglang to go into premature labor oh god and then this was the olden days where there were no you will not see that it's anything like CS medicine is not as advanced so just like let's say if somebody is seven months pregnant and then the person goes into premature labor almost three up sorry that's three up unless unless and what would they call it <laughs> the god smiled upon the moon unless oh god by dire dire stroke of luck the mother and the child is able to survive it's not how an overweight baby like died in the womb along with the mother it's so painful like this is not supposed to be like oh god Bosha she went into premature labor me if I was scared for her like ah let her not die let the child not die what is going to happen and then Minglang was inside right going through labor premature labor in so much pain crying that her husband is dead trying to birth the baby everything was just happening to her at the same time and then they had the temerity to set the house on fire like Jesus Christ, the hands are so fire. <laughs> you can ask to say, eh, this baby, 
that are giving birth to in all these circumstances like look at anything with this community from when this girl was newly pregnant though to when she even from when she got married let's start from there so when she got pregnant so when she's like during her pregnancy or like there was nothing to secure to not see and there was nothing secure to not face during her pregnancy like it won't reach the point where she had to draw a sword to protect somebody during pregnancy like jesus and this child eh, you cannot be a good person like you fit it like it's not possible somebody who was born under these circumstances from this kind of parents this kind of way no 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 the apple does not fall far from the tree that child will not be an ordinary child <sighs> child the house was burning like the entire courtyard was burning my girl was inside trying to give birth and then see this is why it is good eh to train the people who are working for you because those discipline that we are instilled in her there was a level of discipline that she instilled in the people that were working for her her servants um, and she was very nice and benevolent and she had a good control and then you know you you cannot be stupid in that courtyard i don't know how to handle you so the way all of them just handled the situation they didn't even let me know that the house was born they were just like you keep pushing no nothing has happened outside we lit lanterns the outside was too dark so she just had to concentrate on giving birth to the child when the child finally came out somebody planned to kill them as in right there in the room somebody smoking tried to kill the baby and like hey Jesus we should leave this girl alone now. Fortunately, a good senior came back in time, killed the perpetrator. So it's now this person who was trying to kill his wife and child when the wife just finished giving birth. That is the cause of all this recruit. So the mother who I told you guys now that um she's ready to protect that child even if she kills the emperor. Went all the way to the Empress Dowaga to complain like the the they turned a simple matter into a raging fire and then they dragged the entire family so this is my plan game it not even reach like it has not even reached one month post giving birth and my husband is being called up and down in the imperial palace being accused up and down half truths Everything was just upside down, bedding false rumors. His reputation was tarnished badly. And then this is a very, very high official of the Imperial Court. Think of him like the right hand man of the Emperor. It was very bad. At first, good thinking was telling me Glang not to worry. So she just kind of left everything to him and then focused on recovery. Yeah. But then when he now finally entered the prison, that was when she lost it. She was like, What? <laughs> she thought she was not her liberty because she was so like in the heat of the moment and everything. She was afraid for this guy. Do you know uh, when I suspected that something was off? How can somebody be playing chess in the imperial prison? I was like, okay, maybe it's because he's close to the emperor and also the emperor doesn't want to give him a hard time and everything. But for him to play chess in the imperial prison with the sky falling down, no, something was off somewhere. But back to the Kersha, so that was when she lost it, yeah? She was, oh god, she was like, hey, no, no, that her husband cannot be like that in the imperial prison. She went to the empress because she had already, uh, she had helped out the empress on two different occasions on very grave matters, like matters that could have legit torn the imperial court apart and shaken the leadership. So it was not a simple contribution. She was even the person that took the imperial edits for the emperor to become the emperor. So, hmm, just know that the contributions of Kutsinki and Ninglang, we are not ordinary and they are married. So, you see why all these things that are happening to them are just not fair. But then, moving forward, so she went, she was able to, at first, the Nala's entered the palace, but she disguised, drew one of her friends, one of the friends took her in as a maid servant, and she was able to go to the Empress, begged Empress, Empress now allowed her to visit the husband, and then, this is this good thing, he and like, something is wrong with his head, but anyways, he, um, 
up so i told you reputation was very important right even like oh god I, okay, I like this is going into too much details but then even in the prison right she went to see him in the prison and everything so she was like he was like to preserve her reputation and then protect the family and everything let them do something called amicable separation so amicable separation is different from divorce if you're amicably separated you can still come back together and then amicable separation you can preserve the reputation of the both sides just like it's a lot more beneficial than a divorce Everything had already gotten so bad, so he was just thinking of her, but she was like, no, no. I'm just saying, you did to us, but that kind of thing, life and dead, good and bad. She was like, that if, if, we, if I should leave you during this karma calamity, we will not be able to face anything else in the future. And I'm like, ah, good. So yeah, after all that, and after saying that I'm not going to divorce you, and blah, 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 or I'm not going to make a little blah, 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 they went out, I the emperor, demoted him, snatched away all his titles, literally left my guy there. Minglang was heartbroken. So that was when she carried out this plot as um we had the story of that um her organizing a banquet and then thinking people will not come but then people came people she extended um, kindness so they were able to catch the person who wanted to kill her and get new evidence so another thing yeah tells her let's when a matter has just been overblown so much if you don't have any new evidence and it's just you your word against my word no matter how many times you come up it's not going to do anything so she has to get new evidence and that was this new witness who <clears throat> was trying to kill her and her baby so she went out was drumming the drum drumming the drum drumming the drum ah okay. she drummed and drummed and drummed and drummed that that thing is <clears throat> like if you want to air your grievances directly to the emperor she drummed it through the night to the next morning I fainted there. <laughs> Even her brother went to let's call it something like court to make a complaint. They didn't allow him to go. Just know that everything was opposed and she had staked everything in the line to come through for this guy. Like she was like that. Just now, just to receive a very series of episodes. Just now, I'm barely scratching the face. I'm just trying to point out the part that. <clears throat> left significant impact in it towards the end because I just finished watching it. So there are other parts too of yeah. Drum to she fainted. Then the Empress like nosed her back to health inside the palace, like at least made her wake up again. So just trying to let you know that she was so lost. Like and this was somebody as at the time when she was doing all the things and drumming the drum. She was only we say has she even gotten to yeah just one month post giving birth. Do you know what it is? One month post giving birth and then you've already gone through um, life and death trauma already giving birth was <coughs> not very there was something her sister said she was like that her house is boring and she still has the energy to give birth. <laughs> it's also funny when she said that thing. Like she gave birth and then of a burning mansion. <laughs> there has to be levels to this kind of thing. So yes, she kept it in those conditions. It was an attempt on her life. Her husband was imprisoned. Um, all his titles and everything were stripped from him. False accusation. Everybody was just against her. Her maiden family did not support her. <clears throat> she went and drummed the drum from morning to night. <sighs> she was more than weak at this point. This was somebody who was so I just finished giving me like one month post. No, the suffering was too much. I was just watching with bated breath. But then let me just um end this whole audio, yeah. Apparently, <laughs> this was a plan, like this was an orchestrated grand plea. <laughs> this was the part like this thing. <laughs> hey Jesus Christ. It not make me run mad, yeah. But like what's like what kind of what kind like what kind of thing is this? What kind of thing is this? So <clears throat> this thing taught me something, yeah. You need to 
is very important to have foresight, plan ahead, look into the future, and always have a way of escape. So, remember I told you that the husband is the right-hand man of the emperor. And then there was internal strife in the imperial court. The empress Dowaga, that's the mother of, sorry, the wife of the former emperor, wanting to take over the throne from the current emperor, creating strife in the palace, all the new subjects, all those things. <clears throat> so when they were revealing their grand plots, Mutinki, who is our main guide, main character, he saw this thing from afar, like, long time ago. Remember that this is um, an army man, and he there's something they call scholars. So these are people who are well read. Think of it like geniuses, and then think of people who excel in athletics. So this good thing he excels in both of them. So he's that good. So I think he and the emperor, and then the close aid of the emperor saw this thing from afar, and then the emperor was like he did not have time to wait, like to drag on. They fight for five, seven, eight years that he wanted to finish it once. And then it was in the first year of the Emperor's reign. So you can imagine that a lot of things are still unstable because the Emperor is still trying to stabilize his government. I mean, he came into power um, because there was, call it a military coup, but he just happened to save the Emperor. And then the Emperor conferred him with being the next Emperor, that kind of thing. So he still needed to stabilize his government. So he was like that there are wars to be fought at the border that he cannot keep having a divided government. So that was why he rapidly instigated a lot of things, and all these things was part of like the grand plan. Think of it like Utingi was part of the master strategist of this complex, intricately woven, dangerous plan <coughs> that involved his family and then the imperial family. And I mean, beings with thinking minds <coughs> so imagine that the emperor's dog had even had a suspicion all these things would have gone to vain like waste the suffering of Minglang everything would have gone to waste so he didn't tell <coughs> he didn't tell Minglang anything this plan has been for us from the beginning of when the emperor entered entered it so just know that it has been so long and he was able to carefully hide it from her and then this is actually well I call him a very loving couple just now this couple trusts themselves like they really do and then they share their bodies together that kind of thing so and then it's not like Minglang is a dunce somebody who <laughs> they okay He's a strategist, he's a strategist, if you need. Let's just put it like that. The only thing was that back then, women were not allowed on the outside, they were just to handle matters of the imperial court. But if that lady had as much freedom as women of today had freedom, she would have been the left hand man of the emperor. That's how good Minglang is. So, the fact that he didn't tell her, I understand. Like, I understand, but the same that was like, what? But then I understand. So he didn't tell her, and then all the things were happening, and it was all part of a grand plan. Because at the end of the day, the Empress Dowaga thought that the king was about to die, and all, and lodged a mutiny. So Kutingi swooped in along with his troops, and then the other eight of the emperor, and you know their plan was carried out successfully. And then somebody said it rightly, right? Well, like the people are different. You can afford, or maybe you can, no, you can afford, bro. You have the mind to risk your family, <laughs> God, for this kind of intricate, grand, dangerous sports. I cannot do that. Like, I cannot. And I saw reasons with the person I was saying that he cannot. He could not. People are different, yeah? And they need another reason why, eh? If Kutsiki had married a different person, I was thinking, would he have plotted things the way he plotted things? Maybe he would have planned things a lot differently because he also weighs in his circumstances and the kind of people he knew, <coughs> the kind of people around him. I think another reason why he was able to have the mind the mind to carry out that kind of dangerous plan is because he knows the kind of person his wife is. His wife is strong with both in and out. She's not very strong outside, yeah, but she has a strong mind. I think it only takes a strong will 
to move a lot of things and then she's very sharp like she has a very great mind like she thinks about a lot and like oh she can weather the storm those two people fit themselves like to the teeth like they fit themselves it was when it was not later later at the end of the movie that they are now showing us that it was when Ninglai because Ninglai was ready to not let that thing go that was when she fainted in front of the palace right drumming the drum and then the empress nursed her back to health that the empress explained to her that um when the play is over then um like naturally her husband will get back everything because it was all part of the grand plan <laughs> if I'm in line, I'm in that kind of thing. Like the fact that she had, you know, she was finally in the room of their plan and she was still able to carry on. So like, I mean, she came out of the palace. This is somebody who just fainted, right? And was once asked and came out. You need to carry on with the plan to show that, you know, you're desolate, that they used you, they don't really pay graces. She was actually able to pull off that act outside. Like somebody who was immediately stepping out of the palace after having fainted. No, that girl is stronger than that level. Jesus Christ. So, uh, I was just <clears throat> considering all these things. And, and, like, I can also partly see why Gutingi went around the circle he went just to marry her. Like, <laughs> remaining for him to make the entire capital beg Mangalang to marry her. So, let me put it like this, right? Ah, Jesus Christ, I don't just know. When you meet your match, or when you meet somebody who can compliment you, that's a match made in heaven, and that's blessings. Like that's literally blessings from the heavens. And there was another way another character puts it: one is attacking, another one is defending. So they say perfect colonial. Let me use that word. So Gutingi is the one who is always attacking. He's like at the forefront. Um, de- making all the rash decisions, charging head straight, head first, instant, and then England is the very calculating one, um, blocking like mounting defenses, blocking off any other thing. Like, ah, wow. So, let me see if I can go back to the beginning. This is the 41. I should actually stop here, but then tracing England's life story from she was small and still naive even though she was still smart when she was small <clears throat> so the things her mother taught her something Ningzang guiding one popular character like that guiding the Ningzang past how somebody was able to raise an army without relying on her husband or brothers or family and then protect the empire her mother loved that um, story, loved the painting, and passed it on to Minglang, and Minglang held on to it so tightly. So how she had to grow up cautiously in her home, because there was just this concubine, um, concubine who was in their house, who was out to literally kill everybody if you give a knife. So she had to hide a lot of things, put her head down, pretend to be modeled as they call it pretend not to know anything pretend to be good just to survive so all the things that my grandmother taught that from how to be a good steward so how to read and write how to be strong because i mean she's talented physically and mentally because she writes a horse excellently she can throw was it cancer they call it things you would not expect a normal lady to be able to do she was able to do it and then still maintain the decorum of a lady still sew and flowers embroider and things like that so the ups and downs she faced in her her life from (coughs) liking somebody um, that was really really high up and then this guy just refused to give up on her so how he just had to succumb to family pressure so how she was a laughing stop so how she had to gather her life back so how she was in the midst of um, a bandit attack and then fell inside the water like she had to think, think, think quick, save her grandmother, um, save as many, like, not like say, basically guard the ship and then be strategic about her survival, like enter the waters, like if I perish, I perish, but I will not perish in my head, and then she was saved, and then again when she went back to her home country, <coughs> The things she learned, how she was also able to help save um, the sister of one of her cousins.
cousins and then all these things okay i'm not talking about when she became the steward of the house that's the grandmother pushed her to become the steward of the house and then she was able to use what she learned from being a steward to be able to save her cousin's sister and then she got experience that's when she came back to the capital and you know that's um let's call it first lover not necessarily betrayed her but then succumbed to his circumstances remember that he said that he cannot put his family on the line the way good thing he puts his family on the line and you know that's an entire conversation for and daddy because there's even a lot to unpack there <clears throat> fighting for the one you love and then good thing he offered to be this one like to be this one like to go and help them build together and the man was like no this have already progressed to this point just let that go that kind of thing there's even a lot um, to unpack there but that's what i'm doing so she had to face that and then Bootsingi um, finally decided to make the move because apparently yes apparently like that for a really long time and then he knew i mean when she was small her mother was dying childbirth she ran out to get an impaired physician and he helped her out plus she competed against him when she was really small he would throw something so she has long he has long known the kind of person she is inside that is uh, beyond all the pretending to be obedient and then she has repeatedly given him advice um, his life because he initially had a concubine and then children like you know for him to think about the future of his children that was what led him to enter the army and helped him to climb to the heights where he is at the moment so even said that they they had candid conversations right from time so as this young lord was the initial lover that was wanting to marry her steps down now due to family pressure <coughs> he steps forward he's like i i know you can basically think that number one he really went um, he really went after her because he had affection for her and number two he knew she could survive in his family because his family was not exactly a very peaceful family and then there was another thing another character said right when they were still in pre-marital this thing you know that moment when they're thinking hey who my husband hey how will I fight one of my me married to a good family married to a wealthy family kineko kineko all those Basically, when they were still single, yeah, there were um, one of her sisters that was in love with someone and all, and then she was just thinking about her future life and everything. And then that Minglang was asking her, Do you want to give up and leave it? She was like, No, that she's going to go ahead first, even though she's afraid that there is no life that does not have challenges. Or the way she puts it is, What family does not have challenges? Where is totally peaceful? The thing is, choose your battles wisely, right? Choose your happiness. If this place is my happiness, be prepared to face whatever challenges are come. So you cannot exactly say um, that um, it's good to have one peaceful days. It's good to embrace peace, but there's still no place without its challenges. So I think that thing also helped, and I really learned it, right? I also learned it because it's the truth. You can even if you keep running from challenges, there's no place without its challenges. So yeah. Um, um, even good thing he all the way because before he could come back to ask for my hand in marriage and all, no marriage talks and all were still going on, and he already had an infamous reputation for all the wrong things. So he was in the war front and he was thinking, ah, how is he going to at least, um, what's it called, towards the plans of other suitors that are coming somewhere? <laughs> and it seems like heavens were helping him. He was just walking behind the scenes, all because he wanted to marry in Glang. Then even when he now finally got to make his intention, oh my, this guy went, ah Jesus. The way he schemed, like the way he schemed with the emperor to like do all these things for the emperor to solidify his empire. He seemed he schemed in a good way to get me glad because really he had an infamous reputation for the bad things the grandmother of Minglang loves her a lot and they would not easily give her out to like a lot of things so already he had to pretend that he wanted to marry a different sister and then like already he knew that that sister had some like and then i told you that they just had the Chinese society works and the other sister went to say her advice it turned out to be a huge scandal that is it would be tough that he was going to marry Minglang and then his intentions came to life but then not everybody knew just Minglang and the grandmother and then he even 
went as far as making the emperor bless the marriage, making the empress bless the marriage, and then once the marriage has been blessed by the emperor, it's very very hard to go back from. But he was like, it's not an imaginary person. That if she really does not mind, then he's not going to press the matter further. Then said all the things he said, then she finally agreed. Cause I mean, they've known each other for a very long time. And I think, okay, Meglang was actually the one who put him in depth of life and death, but then that was not actually why she married him. I think she just, she just, it was mutual respect, yeah, and she was like, okay, <clears throat> as long as I have somebody who at least is willing to care for me, and <clears throat> willing to breathe it, so from that, then, this is the way they could marry it. And then all the challenges that comes in my life. See, I thought our life before marriage was really hard enough. Um, after marriage, that is when you see the weapon coming out. And it's just making me think, is that really how life is? You know, you think that you're seeing a lot of challenges now. When you, when you go for that, let me show you that. The way it came married, it's just seeing like more armory came out. And then, do you know why? Before she got married, it's important. Before she got married, that was when she was learning, learning from her grandmother, learning a lot of things. She even executed an intricate plan to reveal that that concubine was the one that was the one that killed. Okay, not necessarily was the one that killed her mother, but she went through an intricate, executed an intricate plan to make her pay for what she did, even though she did not end up getting to confess. But then. Already, I thought Minglang was caring thing, but then after marriage, that was when I saw her truly, truly applying all the things her grandma taught her. Because now, you cannot bully Minglang when Guti is around, even in his absence, you cannot bully her. So he gave her <coughs> this room to be free, to spread her wings, <coughs> to be who she truly is. And I think that's really important when you have somebody who allows you to be who you Okay, I think another reason for the fact that he was so unafraid of anything was also very very helpful. Like I did so unafraid, so forward charging also helped her to be unafraid and forward charging but then with good defense. You get so they gave her room to be who she is, to even be ridiculous at some point and then all I'm like, yeah, this is who you really are and then you now see uh, being a good steward, like when she was a steward of in her home, and then all the things her grandma taught her, and how she handled the farm affairs, how she handled the assets of gold, how she handled the mother in law. Like, I thought you married a docile person, but then this person is even as tough as good. See, you know, when he comes to the husband, the husband is tough, he comes to the wife, the wife is tough. <laughs> you don't even know what to do again. And then the people who are scheming against her are just smart on another level. And then you do you know these things that you have to maintain propriety, you have to maintain reputation, you have to cover your words. Like, um, at the point, I feel like it feels suffocating to live in that kind of society. But then, that is society they were born in. They will know how to live and survive in it. <coughs> so, yeah, it progressed like that. And then, if I'm taking jail, her life after marriage, for the beginning part, that's was more difficult than the ending part. And do you know why it was more difficult than sorry than before she got married? And do you know why it was more difficult? Because she had to deal with the issues in the Gu family, the imperial um, throne still being stabilized, people being envious of her position because it was so uncommon for an illegitimate daughter to get married like very high. Do you want to miss for an illegitimate daughter? from a low family from like a fifth rank official so to get married to the right hand of the emperor ah that's a height like no other so the mother ah, no gets away skin no comfort just giving for every so she has to handle all those things be tough like the world of all the people who are trying to invade the inner courtyard be spies there was nothing I did not see in this one <laughs> but it was also something that emperor said that really caught me she was like as much as good singing's plan at the end was reckless that was the entire thing that he did that even involved his family <clears throat> and then Minglang suffering like that even though she didn't really give birth although uh, he can be quite reckless forward charging after all he was among the people who um, scored really high in the imperial exam and then the imperial exam is not a very easy exam to write 
Jesus was difficult to examine in this world, categorize it like that. And he was among the first dogs, so it's not an easy example, right? So it's like that. As much as you know, it seems like he's overbearing, rational, but he's actually the most calculative and careful person. That that's the emperor saying this. That good thing is actually the most careful person that he knows that he will never deliberately put his family in harm's way, and then everything has been so carefully calculated by him. And then you even see this in so many things that good thing he has done. Just think of a monopoly, right? Monopoly over salt. And salt was akin to oil. So let's take a nitrate. The primary resource is oil, right? Salt is akin to oil, like the oil of now. What else is akin to oil? I don't know, just use oil to think of it. So salt was like oil in China back then. And then the big family had monopoly over it. And when he was a child, he was the grandfather wrote this thing to him. So all the maternal uncles wanted to gang up and take that away from him. But he was able to take all those assets and control it from when he was a child. So my guy is not is <clears throat> not an ordinary person. So just use that to imagine how he has making exploits, put in the military and in so many other places and then it's also progressing. So when you think about these two these two people coming together, it made sense. And then finally, right after the whole play blew over, peace. And I'm not joking, like I saw this peace and I could taste the peace. This that was palpable returned back to the family, like Sheng Man Woman, because all the people who are evil, they just passed away like casually scheme against the family of Macri school because are you talking about the husband, are you talking about the wife even the children who are living under all these circumstances, you think the ordinary people you think you can easily bully them and then you think that all the people who are witnesses to this bullying you let you easily bully them and then this also shows something there is value in going through hard times, there is value in gold passing through the fire when you come out from it, you will not be the same as when you enter. And then the people who watched you go through that fire come out as a refined, precious jewel. We will not let people unjustly point fingers at you anymore. Because when you came back to the capital, everybody was like, Marquis Ko is alive, Commander Ko is alive, but we are dropping their weapons. Like other people are picked up to repel. We are dropping their weapons. We are like, Commander Ko is back, Commander Ko is alive. See the kind of someone good name, good reputation does. So, yeah, <laughs> and this podcast has warned me. So, let me just wrap this up. There is value in going through hard times, there is value in learning principles, there is value in being a tough person, and then there is value in finding the right partner. The right partner comes from God. If I will use the language I use, it's a blessing from the heavens. And then if you get such a person, be grateful because it doesn't easily come about. If Marcus Go had been matched with another person other than Minglang, his days would not be as easy as it was, or these trials would not have passed by as quickly as they did. So, yes, can you post this one and do it? something and, and not saying anything at the same time if 
you watched the, if you watched the movie from beginning to end, you might be able to relate more with me. If you've not watched, you might be lost in some of the things I've seen because I wasn't too very coherent in my story. But then things are really like <laughs> I know I've said these things are really stood out to me. But see, eh, number one, there's value in being smart, like having strategy, being wise, and if possible, get some physical strength to back it up so the person you learn from is very important <clears throat> even though because grew single stepmother was spoiling him yes he did not grow up to become a spoiled child he still grew up to become outstanding as much as the instructor is important the instructor is not everything you it's still dependent on you so you can still turn out to be an excellent person just be mindful of that number three be good to people like see a good name is better than silver and gold and the good you do will always come back <coughs> always come back to help you and before okay i'm just going to stop counting at this point another thing is uh, <sighs> exceptional people are destined to be in exceptional places and this is not something that is ordained from birth once you're an exceptional person, like you groom yourself, or that in great good methods, you dedicate yourself to your work, you study, you you discipline yourself, you you train. Like what's that thing? Ah, this is what I'm looking for. But basically, you you commit yourself to your study and you become exceptional. Just know that you will never be in an ordinary place. Never. So being able to walk into the palace, converse with the empress, even the emperor, having conferred the title, the the matters she was handling grew from household matters, merely taking care, merely taking care of the farm, to worrying about political matters, country matters, holding holding families together, holding the country together. How does one grow from <laughs> caring about just the household to caring about just the entire country? And you want to be the empress that just you like exceptionality cannot be hidden no matter how much you want to hide it. <clears throat> Another thing there is there is value let me use that word. There is value going through trials and coming out victorious there is value in when you're in trials you don't break you hold on like you hold on to people who are holding on to you even if they're not holding on to you you find a way of escape you don't go you don't trample upon anybody you you basically come like how like you maintain your own during those trials and especially as long as the other person does not let go you don't let go If you don't drag yourself so like basically just be smart calculating story but then eh, there is value in going to trials because not only does it grow you not only does it train you not only does it give you experience it speaks a lot to your character it fortifies you it does a lot it even gives a good name it gives you good friend like friends like can be like we went through blood and sweat together you cannot easily betray me there's another thing that was said but like that <coughs> As opposed to all those meritorious subjects, you are just in the imperial court, and then you know the new emperor, right? And then they go through battles with him, like the kind of loyalty, and then the kind of loyalty that people went through battles with him, you have will not be the same thing. And then no matter what they do, the emperor will never tell them. So imagine somebody that laid down their life for you. Uh -huh. You know that their loyalty is on another level, and different from people who did not do that for you. So that's another thing, yeah. Another thing, you like friends who went to trials with you and came out victorious. They're just another caliber kind of friend. No matter even if the sky is falling so low, you can always count on them. And then treat your servants nicely. This is another night you really mentioned. The servants of Nindang were as devoted as anything to this girl. It's excellent that one of them got married and refused to leave her side. That person got married and still came back. Ah. Mm. 
yeah and what else Jesus be nice to people during the people who calculate there's just so many things but all in all the story of me was really really educative insightful elucidating it was mind opening really really mind opening and I'm just really grateful to God grateful to my friend Jane grateful for the opportunity to watch this movie this series when I did recently the website saying things have evolved let me say change as in you know, bad way it has evolved and it's a welcome development now in future when challenges come <laughs> bye I don't think I'll be scared anymore and decisions I regret. See, I, I probably butchered those words. I'm really sorry. <laughs> it's Japanese I'm learning, not Chinese, but we're still in Chinese. So sorry if I butchered those words, but I mean that um, I'm not going to be afraid or pie and I'm not going to regret Pupokwe. I'm going to make decisions I'm not going to regret. And I'm going to learn from Kutengi Amunglang. Be thorough, calculate, have foresight. Above all, ask God, like seek God, right? Because I'm a Christian at the end of the day. <coughs> I may not chase grievances the way Minglang will. I may not have um, done some things that Minglang may have done. But then it doesn't mean that I cannot learn the lessons. It doesn't mean that I cannot be smart. It doesn't mean that I cannot think ahead. It doesn't mean that I should not seek for knowledge, even if I don't have. A quote to quote grandmother who is maybe teaching me or something like that. <coughs> I can learn, I can rise, and then I should just be ready for first exceptional people go to exceptional places and they face exceptional problems and circumstances. So I should just prepare my mind as I'm caring to be exceptional. I should prepare my mind for when exceptional troubles come, and I shouldn't break under the pressure. And I should hold my own and I should trust God, right? And I should keep doing good, building a good name, having good people around me, looking past petty issues, looking at the big picture, but also looking at the intricate details, considering the grand scheme of things, considering a lot of things, and above all, relying on God. So, yeah, these are the few words. <laughs> to feel too many yet few words that I'm going to say. Thank you for listening to this point. If you did, <coughs> I know this was probably long. Maybe a bit long. But thank you for sticking with me. Until next time. I, I hope you actually did learn something too. Maybe got an insight or maybe got an idea that you can fly with to learn more, research more discover more lead you to new levels of insight and open mindedness. But you know, thank you so much for sticking with me, for listening to this point if you did. And until next time, dear friends, at the USA, Monami Gomes Jana, the Mutachi.